Hello, Cryptonauts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. On this particular podcast, I'm in Braveland hanging out with M, Vincent Byrne, Alex Caruso, For Life Gaming, and CD Trader. We all decided to sit around and chat crypto. So, this is one of those random episodes where we're just talking, just hanging out, chit chatting. So, with that said, enjoy the podcast and Make sure you come by in the Discord and chit-chat with us or in Braveland, which I highly recommend because it's really, really, really fun. So with that said, stack sats and huddle. Adios. <laughs> and we are live. Straight from Braveland. Can we go up to like the 30th floor in these buildings over here? Oh, God. What was that? Can we go up to like the 30th floor in those two towers? Uh, you can, I don't know. You want to go check it out? Yeah, just looking around. Just looking around. <laughs> looking around I, think there's an, I think there's an elevator in there. I don't know how yeah, many floors are accessible. Like, I think it takes you to the top. Anyways, M, you're not looking too good. Well, I'm just trying, I'm, I'm reading the help. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing right now, but I'm reading the help trying to find a hot, a, a keyboard key to toggle the, the mic. Okay. You keep talking, I need to turn up your audio. Cause, or either that or if you can talk closer to the microphone. I can't get close to the mic. It's a boom. <clears throat> Is this test one, two? You like that? Okay. So we are live streaming, and anybody watching us out there in the YouTube lands, make sure you leave us some questions, because these are some hardcore developers here to answer your questions. So we got Vincent and Agent M here from the best of the best from the Raven, Ravenland, Ravenland, Ravencoin community. So make sure you leave your questions, and I'll make sure to an, uh, ask them, okay? I don't know about this guy, man. I don't know. M looks like he's on drugs, man. <laughs> I'm literally laughing my ass off. <laughs> Watch to his head. What's my avatar doing? I also figured out the number one on the keyboard uh, is push to talk. Push to talk. send you guys a link here if I can find here we go the YouTubes the YouTubes so the reason why we met up here for the viewers and listeners uh, we were actually in discord earlier talking about how to uh, I guess bring more mm, public marketing more um, just more exposure to to the community outside of Ravencoin, uh, which hasn't been easy. And the reason it hasn't been easy is because, one, there's no real incentive uh, for people to really have a passion and drive to do that, right? Um, so it's basically had to be like free marketing. And people don't like to do things for free. That bothers me. Especially the bag holders. Especially the bag holders, exactly. 
Let's see. Who else is in here? So we're waiting for people to show up right now. Uh, and yeah. Hey, Vincent, are you the Vincent from C3 and Ravencoin community? He uses a silent type. <laughs> well, do you Sorry, know? Michael. Yeah, he is. Okay. So, you go to the Raven oh, community at all? Someone's coming. Who is that? Who is that? Yeah, I, I don't speak from the there, but I do, I do watch it now and then. What are you, a miner, a dev? What oh, you man, it looks like I crashed. Miner. I froze the computer. Oh, man, what happened? Are you guys able to see we can, me? We can hear you, and I can see you. You're not really moving. Yeah, I got. I just froze. Yeah, they got to fix this, man. I don't know what happened. I should have never left. See what happens when are you on your? See what happens, are you on your desktop or your laptop? Time you catch COVID, even in, in, <laughs> in Braveland. Now I'm just stuck here. Are you on your laptop or desktop? Yeah, laptop. Yeah. Okay. This is probably just an updated patch because they've been changing the code a lot, uh, like almost on a daily basis, man. It's unbelievable how much, how quick they're pushing out code. And it sucks because I can't get any code written. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know what happened, man. Let's see, control alt. Hello, you four lights gamer. What was that? Why do I hear beach sound? I said, who are you for a life gamer? Blockchain down, it says you're talking, but I don't hear anything. Uh, yeah, well, I, I, I'm frozen right now. Now I do. I can't do anything, so I'm gonna have to close it down and come back. I'll be right back. Okay. Oh, that's a bummer. That ain't fun at all. That ain't fun at all. <clears throat> all right, let's get this going. Let's see if we'll connect. There we go. Yay. We are back online. Anybody? And let's go to... Uh, let's get to go to... That was quick. Four Life Gaming, hello, how you doing, sir? Welcome. He doesn't have a mic. He has no mic. No mic? Okay, well, if you don't, you want to have a seat? I mean, your legs look kind of tired there. All right. He's talking in the soccer field chat. 
soccer field chat. Okay, I want to make an NFT for player, player cards in my gaming group. In my gaming group, what gaming group do you have? For, by the way, for life gaming, like what? I'm assuming that's what you have, right? For life gaming YouTube channel, maybe. Shake your head. Shake your head if I. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. All right. Uh, NFT. Now, it's not difficult to make NFTs on Ravencoin. Not at all. It's very simple. Now, do you happen to have a main asset? <clears throat> uh, no. That's a no. No main asset. Yeah, yeah, you have a main asset. Okay, so then you should be able to make it, right? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's not used to the controls. What do you call it? The little box to type. Click the box to type, and then you can type. I think that's what he's trying to do. So we got Vincent M. I sent you guys a link if you guys want to share that out so we can get some some viewers in, some live viewers. Right now we have nothing. We've been streaming for already nine minutes. I mean, <clears throat> hopefully we get somebody in here pretty soon. This is just. Yeah, it's not what I was expecting. I was I thought there was gonna be like hundreds of people here, but <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah, it's like I tried to get people over here from Discord um, right before you started, but I don't know what happened. Awesome. I thought there was some kind of podcast or something going on tonight. I thought so too. I mean, we can do that too if you want. If you want to do that, I'm already live streaming this. Uh, that's what that YouTube link is. It's the direct uh, live stream link to your face. I'm literally looking at your face and you'll see it live stream. Yeah, for life gaming. <laughs> he looks over to your face. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you guys want to do a podcast? I, I Honestly, I thought this was a meetup. Um, we could do a meetup. We could do a podcast. It is what it is. You guys want to do that? I, I mean, I'm... I'm fine with the meeting. Um, either ways, yeah. Raven, uh, Ravencoin and marketing, because that was actually kind of inspirational. It was about an hour long in Discord, just talking about um, basically how to properly market, how to basically invest all our energy—not all our energy, a lot of our energy—into really getting Ravencoin out there in the public eye, because Ravencoin is primed to 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 blast off to the moon per se. Uh, but the problem that we have, uh, and I say we, uh, Ravenites, that we don't actually have a marketing campaign per se because we have actual, we don't have a budget, really. We just started a Ravencoin Foundation just recently, and there's a little bag there, but uh, it's not distributed for any marketing campaign. And I believe last Friday during the uh, uh, developers meeting, there was no. Um, there was a question if we should put aside some funds for uh, for marketing, and it doesn't look like as of right now, because um, our Raven coins are very scarce. Our foundation Raven coin are, are very limited. They're not planning on putting any aside for marketing. So for the time being, uh, the idea for Raven coin is just to have the community itself uh, talk about Raven coin and spread the the Raven message globally. 
I will tell you that a lot of the uh, Asian community in Asia, so, uh, uh, so South Korean um, in China and whatnot, they are actually utilizing Ravencoin a lot more, man. They got so much stuff going on with Ravencoin. It's unbelievable. Now, we just pretty much... Are they creating assets? They are. They're creating assets. They're creating companies. They're creating a lot of different products. Um, uh, there's so much stuff that they have on their end, but it's all, you know, pretty, uh, private. It's normally centralized. And I don't want to say centralized. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much just within their region because obviously it's in, it's in uh, like, uh, it's written in, in, in Korean, right? So obviously you can't really read it, what what their company is, but it's based off of the Ravencoin blockchain. And it's many, many, many companies on top of that, right? It's, it's so unbelievable just to, just to see that. It, but then when you look at the American side, it's like, huh. Americans aren't really planning on, uh, we're not really mm, creating companies. Everyone's just kind of a bag holder and not really, really utilizing it, which is very disappointing for the we, uh, for the Western world. It's it's really disappointing. Uh, what do you guys say? Give me some insights. I want you guys' thoughts. Let's get the uh, let's let's get the community involved. Any words? Anything? Go ahead. I don't really follow much of what other people are doing. I know um, my jaw blank his name. Deadhead is uh, he's pretty active lately. He's on fire, building something. I don't know if he tokenized the project. Why do I hear the ocean? I think it's background noise on John's mic. Oh, sorry about that. Sounds like the ocean. But yeah, maybe it was a, maybe a fan or something. Um, I, I don't know what people are building in the community, but all the assets that were created, I assume some of them are businesses. Hey, John, I missed the first part of the meeting on Discord, so I didn't hear the very beginning of what they were talking about as far as um, their marketing ideas. Could you kind of summarize that? Yeah, I missed all that also. So it was pretty much, and I, I, I mean, I probably wasn't too far ahead of you. I, I mean, I jumped in the middle of that as well, but it sounded like uh, there, there's, there's a push to try to get more marketing for Ravencoin, but we don't have a budget. So there's a vision with uh, the community, a small handful of, of players that want to kind of uh, spearhead this project, and create a dedicated YouTube channel specifically for Ravencoin, a dedicated Discord channel, even though there's already one, but more for a podcast because there's an idea of having a dedicated Ravencoin podcast channel because podcasting is a thing now, right? Uh, obviously. Um, it, a lot of dedicated uh, um, social media sites, but I don't, I'm not sure if that's really going to work. If there's already a market, if there's already other sites out there then utilize those right is what i'm thinking it's they already have a following there's other platforms already that have a following right so just use those i would agree with that um where i jumped in yeah where i where i jumped in i mean what i heard i thought was very interesting and and positive um and so they were i heard them talking about getting established artists to potentially use Raven for NFTs. And um, 
then they somebody was starting to talk about getting into esports tournaments, and I I'm not very familiar with that, but I get the general concept, which is that they have prizes and pools and using Raven um, for the prizes and the pools. Um, and that would in turn get exposure through Twitch, which obviously has, I mean, a large user base. Those sound like excellent ideas. Yeah, and the reason that uh, originally came up was because somebody brought up uh, Braveland, because Braveland is a platform that's specifically built for the Ravenites, right? This this world right here that we're in right now is purposely built for the Ravenites to come in and have meetings and hang out, just like we're doing right now. Um, and we have to thank uh, Blockchain Tiger for that, because this is not free. You're paying a monthly fee for this. Uh, while you're sitting here, this guy is coughing up $5,000 a month for this pl platform. Exactly, Em. I see your head. I see your head shaking. It's crazy, isn't it? I know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just unlocking my head there. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy, man. Uh, so, obviously, he wants us to get as much use out of it as possible. When I interviewed him, that, that guy, is he's so awesome, man. There's some people out, in there, out there in the world that are just backholders and just want to turn a profit. No. Blockchain Tiger is one of those guys that actually want to utilize it and spread the technology to other people out there. He's willing to give up so uh, a, a lot of, a lot of Ravencoin just for the community, the, the, the Ravencoin Foundation to develop more software for, for the future. Yeah, I heard your interview with him on your podcast and I liked what he said. Um, he's Can you, uh, had a Go ahead. Now, uh, blockchain, John, can you provide a link? Because I didn't hear that interview later at some point. Yeah, it's. Uh, you should be able to see that same link that I sent, uh, the live stream that's going on, C3 Media. It's on there as well. It, it says blockchain. Uh, I'll send it. I'll send, Tiger, it. Uh, I'll send it. Yeah, I'll, I'll look later. I just... Let's see here. Yeah, he had a similar start to me just earlier. Um, he uh, was, I guess, mining LTC first, if I recall correctly. Yes. And then he the switched, I think, to Ethereum. Um, and then he said he sold all his crypto in December of 2017, which is amazing. <laughs> and then after that, he the kind the of, top. yeah. And then he kind of felt, I guess he said, a little bit lost with crypto or in crypto. And that's when he decided um, to, and he, I guess he learned about Raven and sort of looking into it, really liked it, ran it by some of his friends who really liked it. And uh, they just decided they wanted to, I guess, do some building on it and just come at it from a supportive position. Exactly. I think where he really fell in love was the whole idea behind proof of work, which that's that's me 100%. That's why I clicked with that guy so well because he's so I'm here. Uh, that's what me about. too. Yeah, absolutely. We, <laughs> we were joking around about the, the POS acronym standing for other things. <laughs> 
regards to NFTs, I believe for Life Gaming, do you have a name for Life Gaming? Um, FLG? Maybe FLG. Hmm. Well, he's typing. Uh, soy Joy. Soy Joy. He's going to type. Soy Joy. Let's go Soy Joy. Uh, NFTs. So you want to make NFTs. If you have the Ravenpoint QT wallet, it's very easy because that's the way that the QT wallet was designed to make it very simple. Um, you create a main asset, which is going to cost you 500 Raven to burn. You're going to have to burn those 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 uh, uh, Ravencoin IPFS was released, I think. Yes. So I actually looked into that. The Ravencoin IPFS was released by uh, Doug, uh, aka Mango Farms. So Mango Farms uh, was uh, did this project with uh, what is it? IPFS, another IPFS company, and awesome, awesome. Soy joy, awesome. That's pretty cool. Uh, 15, 15 main assets. So the Ravencoin IPFS is actually a um, a monthly. You're you're paying. That's what kind of boggles my mind. It's like, well, I, I can see what he's doing. He's trying to he's trying to make a profit off of using services that are free. And the way he's doing it is by making it so simple for the end user to upload into IPFS. The lowest is one. Yeah, Ravencoin a month. Yes. But the thing is, is that's only 200 megabits, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. It's 200 megabits. Megabytes. Yeah, megabytes. Uh, and it's very, it's yeah, I think that's what it is. And it's, that's not enough, man. That's a couple memes. That's about it. If I'm going to use IPFS, I want to upload some videos. Like, for example, this is we're live streaming right now. I would like to upload this video to IPFS, but I can't do that with 200 uh, mega, megabytes. Right? Megabytes? Mega, yeah. Megabytes. Mega man. All right. Um, <laughs> but then the highest he has is 10, uh, 10 giga, 10 gigabytes. Um, yeah. Uh, but that's not even, that's still not enough because I think I've already uploaded 10 on my own IPFS node and I've only uploaded a, a handful of things on there. So when you're paying 50 Raven a month for, uh, somebody's coming in, look, somebody's out there. I'm not sure who's out there. Someone's outside on the soccer field. Anyways, uh, sorry to distract you guys. Uh, yeah, that's that's one of those things that I'm gonna recommend to everyone. I like I like Doug. Doug is awesome. He's created some fantastic things that I uh, completely vouch for that should be integrated into the main QT wallet. But what he's done with 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 Ravencoin IPFS is so simple. You can do that, and you can actually benefit a lot better off of just doing it yourself you go to ipfs.io i believe you download the uh your your own ipfs node there it is that's it you don't do anything else there's no coding you down you download it that's it and you have yourself a node you start instantly uploading everything you want into it it's pretty much uh, i think it tops off according to the backend coding it shows that you can max out at 100 gigs but i know some people that have pretty much a terabyte on there so that's kind of interesting in itself as well, right? That's a terabyte of data on IPFS is unbelievable, right? Uh, but when you got uh, Ravencoin IPFS tapping out at 10, gig uh, 10 gigabytes, it's like, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel I, I feel limited. And on top of that, I'm paying for the service. I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, I can see a little bit where he's, they're coming from. They have to charge something because they're providing um, storage hosting. And, and that's the thing is that they're saying, hey, yeah. uh, we're, we're charging a fee because 
we promised to keep our um, our node active 24/7. Now the thing with IPFS is if you don't keep your your node active, your um, your metadata will actually be uh, disintegrated over time, and it will be dropped out of the network if you're not an active node. So what uh, Mango Farms is doing, or Ravencoin IPFS, what they're doing is keeping an active node at all times um, on your behalf as long as you're paying for those services. So that's why they're, who's that? Somebody's walking by. Who's that? Alex Caruso. Alex Caruso. All right. I'm not sure who Alex is. I don't either. I don't know. Which I, I'm having some issues. I'm not able to see who's walking around because I should be able to see who's out there. Oh, and by the way, they can't see us in your uh, soy, bo soy, soy, soy boy. What was his name? Soy, soy joy. Uh, this is a, it's a one-way glass. We can see out, but they can't see in. Uh, good for new people that are just learning drag and drop. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, uh, Soy, is that IPFS is just as easy. It's li literally just that easy. You download the IPFS, you already have an active node. There it is. You drag and drop your files into IPFS. It's not that difficult. There is no coding. You drag and drop. Yeah, it's, I'd say, a matter of convenience and... Um... I guess responsibility for running your own node. Not that it's hard, just, you know, not everybody wants to do that. Um, I can understand that. And so that's why, you know, you pay a fee for somebody else to do it. I don't know Mango's long-term plan, but probably a couple months ago when he was mentioning this, uh, what he was building, talked about, you know, charging just a little bit, you know, to cover expenses and make a little but I get the impression you know he's building it to be something real for I don't know if it's the law field or his his um, art gallery sites that he builds for people but so I don't know if he needs so much large data for you know a video library as opposed to legal documents or pieces of art yeah, if it's, if it's documents, you could fit a lot of documents into 200 megabytes. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I can see, yeah, I agree with you. Um, but if you're uploading videos, I, I would discourage using that service. Uh, just do your own IPFS node. Or you can go to For sure. If you don't want to download your own node, I highly recommend you go into pinata.cloud. And it's, once again, it's a free service provided by Pinata. And on their behalf, they do pin your your uh, your uploads. So that means that since they have an active node and they're pinning your data, they, and having an active node all the time, your data won't be disintegrated. And it's free. Can't go wrong with that. That's going to be pinata.cloud for those that are listening and watching. Uh, sorry, boy. Open your eyes, man. You're falling asleep on me. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. I still want to talk about marketing and NFTs. Now, uh, with, with the help with um, Mike, my co-host, he actually helped me a lot to uh, get my book up and going on, on the Ravencoin blockchain, which is awesome, man. That's 
so awesome that I can now actually sell my book on ITFS. But, but the, the interesting thing is that I couldn't, we, we couldn't figure out how to, uh, how to encrypt the files. And that's the, the thing that I actually wanted uh, was to encrypt it because technically what you can do is go to ITFS if you know where to look and actually find my book without purchasing it, which is not really a problem because I technically do give it out for free on a quarterly basis through Amazon. So I currently have my book on sale digitally and physical copies on Amazon and every quarter Amazon allows me to basically give it away for free for like a limited uh, like several days like three or four days five days whatever it is and I don't mind people downloading it for free I just want to share what I've created over I don't know what two decades it took me like yeah I, I wrote the book back in sixth grade and decided later on in life hey I dug it out of I dug it up out of a box and said, you know what, I wanna I wanna finish this book off and publish it. And that's what I did. I spent like a whole a whole year really really uh, working on that book and finally got it up and I said, you know what, it's not really doing good sales on on Amazon. Well I'd be better off utilizing a blockchain. And with Ravencoin being so simple to use, I looked into utilizing this and so far as of date and it's only been two days that it's been up I've already got 222 sales on there way better than what I've done on Amazon so yeah that's impressive yeah. how did you how did you share that uh, with people so all, I, all I'm doing is just sharing one single image and um, let me show you go to my discord here so you're sharing it through Discord or yeah, some I'm other sharing, platform? Okay. Yeah, share it through Discord. And let's see if I can find it here. Where is it at? I I already saw it, and I have not read the book yet, but I do have to say I, I really enjoyed the art. <laughs> that was great. Awesome. Uh, let's see here. Oh, it's actually going to be in the Ravencoin group, isn't it? Yeah. I think so. copy message link and paste it over here so actually you know what I can do I can put it right over here what am I not I'm not allowed to use this apparently not hmm yikes alright I guess not anyways Here's a link. What was it? Uh, Lowest plan. Okay, I'm not sure. Good for new people. Okay, I think change changes are locked for now. Okay. I wonder. Any trade? trader is in the house. Is he? I'm not able to see that. I'm not getting updates on mine. I wonder if because I got lagged out. I'm just like in this weird limbo phase right now. You gonna go chase him down? Yeah, I just went to turn, but I didn't. I hit the wrong key. You can send him a message. So continuing on on Ravencoin assets. Um, any any questions or inputs on that that you guys want to give? Anything? No. Okay. 
I see is Playboy typing? No. Yes, he is. He is typing. Question. So Soyboy wants Why to do you call him Soyboy? Or Soyjoy, sorry, Soyjoy. <laughs> I guess that's the name he wants, is Soy Soyjoy. Marketing needs to be that? done in so Oh, I see. So marketing that's what we we're talking about earlier in Discord. Uh, for about an hour about marketing because there's no real marketing in in Ravenclaw because there's no budget for that and like I was saying earlier nobody wants to do things for free I don't mind I'm not getting paid for this right now I'm spending I spend so many hours doing blockchain stuff as a matter of fact I got another blockchain meeting tomorrow with a uh, head error hashgraph with the chief marketing officer to talk about uh, their network which is completely different from from Ravenclaw uh, what changes are you talking about Alex, where's Alex at? He's outside. We're having this. You're doing the chat in public so everybody can oh, see it. Oh, my bad. Uh, by, by the soccer field. We are, oh, shoot. <laughs> we are in the small office. Okay, let me see that again. What was that? What was I saying? Oh, marketing. Uh, nobody wants to do, do things for free. And that's the biggest problem is that everyone talks, but nobody actually takes action. Everybody is a bag holder here. Well, not everybody. There's some. There's a handful of people that want to do things, but there's so much to do in Ravencoin that you have to really, really, I guess, distribute your time and your energy towards what your strengths are. Right, some people are really good at coding. What's the last thing the foundation have fund has been used for? Oh, good question. Right now, it's for uh, their are pay. They paid for the audit for the P two S H audit. Yeah, the security audit. Exactly. That was the last thing that they paid for. Uh, not to my knowledge. No, nothing else since. Uh, there's a lot of bids of what, we, what we're trying to think about doing with the funds that were donated by Blockchain Tiger. And I think he donated like 150,000 Ravencoin to the community. Yeah, 100,000. Yeah, exactly. 100,000. And that's a, that's a good chunk of money right there, man. Especially as Ravencoin goes up. That's awesome. Uh, but once again, it's one of those things that nobody wants to do things for free. And that was, uh, M, that was one of the things that you overheard about using uh, YouTubers and Twitchers uh, to use their platform and basically give them a bag of a thousand Ravencoin to basically distribute. And, uh, oh, he's, uh, Alex is right outside. Somebody, can somebody open the door? Thank you. Uh, basically pay these uh, YouTubers and Twitchers. <laughs> To basically market Ravencoin. How's it going, Alex? We're just. <laughs> yeah, Alex, welcome. Welcome, senor. I like your suit. Okay, where are we at? This is awesome. Yeah, Alex, go ahead and have a seat. We're chatting. By the way, you are live on YouTube, so make sure you say hi to all your family. Hi, mom. Just go ahead and click F1. Uh, I guess he didn't hear me. F1. 
Hey, mom. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> nice. Okay. All right. What else? Vincent, I know you got something in your bag. What are you thinking? Nothing. What do, you, what do you mean in my bag? What are you thinking about Ravencoin? You know, so today, 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 the coin, the Coinbase IPO just happened today. Um, it actually spiked up 60%. The beginning of the year in January, Tron Black actually put the, uh, put the application in for Ravencoin to be listed on Coinbase. Now that uh, the Coinbase IPO has come and gone, um, the idea is that uh, Coinbase is going to continue listing more coins. Uh, obviously, there was a freeze there because the, obviously the IPO and the company didn't want to do any more moves until the completion of the IPO. Now that it's coming and gone, now it's the predictions. Who's going to be the next listed on uh, on Coinbase? And I ha without a doubt, I think Ravencoin will be one of those uh, coins listed on on Coinbase. And I'm excited about that, by the way. Not that I completely agree with Coinbase, but the fact that we have more exposure is what I care about. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I saw recent, or maybe it was like three or four weeks ago, somebody spotted they already had some placeholders for ads, Coinbase that is, for ads for Raven. Oh, really? Nice. The Expo Hall booths are filling quick is awesome. Expo Hall. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Is something going on there? There's, uh, I guess, an expo coming up pretty soon. After IPO, I think it's likely they will list more and faster. Yeah, yeah. But once, once again, I don't necessarily agree with everything that Coinbase does. Coinbase has always, from the from the genesis of their of their creation of their company have always been in it for the big bag holders, for the investors, for the institutions. They've never been in it, in it for us, for the regular folks, for the small-timers, right? They gave us the on-ramp, the ability to on-ramp very easily from fiat to crypto, so we got to thank them for that. But their vision has never really been for us. It's always been from day one for the institutions, and this is exactly what they've been striving for for, for the IPO. They've done everything that they can to get to this point, and once again, I feel that in the near future, you'll see that Coinbase will start to burn the small timers. It, it's to be expected. That's why I, I'm pro DEX using decentralized exchanges. Uh, of course, it's very difficult to, to on-ramp into a DEX because there's no real on-ramp. I don't even think there is an on-ramp from fiat to, to crypto using a DEX, right? It's, got, it's crypto to crypto. That's my understanding at this point. Yeah, there's not really a gateway. Yeah. And I don't think there ever will be. I think that'll be important, though, in the long run. Absolutely. Crypto to crypto is, is mm, going to be more important. Yeah. yeah. Until we get to that point where uh, <laughs> crypto is what everybody's using. Yeah. yeah. I think we have, that's then, what then, we have to build. Exactly. <laughs> then fiat doesn't matter. Ravencoin, we have this uh, P Raven uh, token. Have you guys uh, got into that? I've checked it out. Really. Uh, I'm I was still waiting for additional 
info on on what the incentives are and how that all works. Um, but I am interested in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as of right now, it's just depositing a raven into a bag. It's just staying there. There is no other. There is no second part to that other than just uh, being a cedar of raven to oh. bag Okay. Um, I did notice that some. Uh, what do I want to say? So that's the bridge that was created for um, Raven to P Raven, but then there's already swapping you can do with P Raven to other tokens. I don't know if you saw that yet, John. I, I did not. No, I just when did that happen? I, just, I, was looking at it yesterday. Um, I noticed the. I noticed it probably, I think on Sunday. Um, there was one for Raven to BNB, P Raven to BNB, I believe, and I think there's another one for. P Raven to BUSD. Uh, Tron even mentioned something about seeing at one point somebody was selling P Raven and getting something like 38 cents in BUSD. Nice. I, that's that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, that, that's pretty cool. It, that doesn't surprise me, by the way, using Binance over uh, Ethereum because. It originally started with, yeah. with converting Raven to P Raven, and on the back end, what they were utilizing was Binance to make that exchange happen. And it doesn't surprise me that you can uh, convert P Raven to to BNB. Yeah, and anything on BSC. I mean, uh, not every not every pair has been, of course, built yet. Just a few to begin with, but BSC doesn't, you know, make sense just because the fees are low. If you have any questions, you can always ask some questions. Uh, and keep in mind that the questions that you ask might be a question that the audio just died. What's that? Uh, could be. I don't hear anything from John anymore. Oh, sorry about that. I have my my mic muted. Uh, I, I was saying, Alex, if you have any questions, make sure you ask some questions at the bottom. Same thing with you, uh, uh, Soyjoy, uh, because there's people watching this uh, live streaming, and obviously thereafter. So when you ask a question, I want to, oh, we hopefully can work together to try to get the answers to that, especially for you and for the listeners around and viewers. Uh, what else? What else was like, during the meeting? I'd like to hear more about For Life Gaming's idea with his game token. Yeah. So while, yeah. while so I wish he had a mic. Well, uh, I know. I, I wish he had a mic too. Can you post the YouTube link so I can share? Uh, um, yeah, thought I had it here somewhere. Where'd it go? Can I copy this? That NFT to track player stats and members, like baseball cards. So that's cool. NFTs to track their stats and members, like baseball cards. Uh, that's going to be a lot of coding, right? <clears throat> it's not going to be as easy as just creating a static image uploaded to IPFS. You've got to create like an algorithm that uh, that actually builds up your character over time, right? Is what I'm guessing. Well, if he does it for a selected year or a season or something, do it just like an image. certain games 
Tournaments, etc. Mm-hmm. Do you already have a platform for this? Not yet. Are you working with anyone or just you yourself? Just you. Are you looking for developers and are you willing to pay developers to help you out? use it to track uh, members right now okay All right. nfts for in-game accomplishments could would probably be a worthwhile thing as well things that are like badges or accomplishments that are rare i think that's pretty good you can maybe get the uh, players to pay for their own cards fund their own cards right should be the first thing to be improved on on the Ravenhorn network. The first thing the to be improved? Was it? The burn rate. The burn rate. And, oh, actually, you know what, Vincent, talk about that because I believe that's, uh, that's your little part there, right? Yeah, that's my soapbox. Your soapbox. Go ahead. I got it. Well, there's just several layers which i gotta forward to the, the uh paper the article if you haven't read it actually i'll put it in here uh, let me freeze this thing but the the first thing that started the thought years ago <clears throat> i started the burn uh group in 2018 because the supply side of raven has to last for a hundred years and you can't even expect to burn 100% of the coin creating assets because just sheer economics will prove once it gets below 50% of the actual creation, again, just throwing a rough number out, the inflated price is going to make it an unusable tool because nobody will be able to afford it. And then, you know, over the years, I've, I've, you know, expanded on that thought and get the paper here. And I got to find it. I've been thinking about this, too. Um, and I was I had an idea, which was which was instead of just lowering the rate to some new fixed lower number, it'd probably be smarter to have it be dynamic. Um, potentially based on, um, um, I guess, the value of Raven. I actually, way back when I started the combo two years ago, I proposed what I called POM, proof of market. And as the demand side increased and the burn rate was increasing relative to the mining rate, instead of the burn, burning the coin, they would somehow get reinserted into the mineable coin pool. And keeping the supply and demand 
at a you know a, a somewhat you know figured out rate to keep the affordability down. That's that's a complicated. That's probably a complete fork. So basically, there um, there would still be a hard cap, but burn coins would be recycled. Yeah, again, just the the as you know, we want we all want Raven to grow to be the best coin in the world. But if if there's not enough on the supply side, and it costs you know fifty thousand dollars to create a main asset, who's going to do it? No, I definitely agree with that that side of it, um, and I'd I'd like to see that addressed sooner than later. It's not. That, that's, super urgent this moment but it's going to become more um it's going to make raven more unattractive for nfts that are inexpensive as we're sitting here experiencing the the drama around the ethereum gas fee we're ignoring the fact that we're setting ourselves up for this exact same scenario and let's not call it gas let's call it asset creation fee yeah, I mean, so and that's, that's a, sorry, the, the transaction, that's almost a separate topic, but I understand the relation. Um, and I agree, I'm, I have concerns about the future transaction congestion as well. Um, and something like Lightning and other on-chain efficiency improvements can help with that. Um, but you're right, the asset side of it's uh, another component both are important and i'd like to see thought put into those sooner than well, later <laughs> now if you see in the chat i included my my write-up on it and i cover i think i cover every possible topic i don't i don't think there was one miss if there was one miss let me know okay i'll okay. take a look and that's titled exactly what you said you know burn rate of raven coin and why it should you address now rather than later that was the title of it cd trader is in the house again cd trader okay i just uh i just messaged him he was downloading i guess he got stuck on downloading braveland and he just got it uh good good hopefully you can uh find us yeah it's not a short read so you're not going to be able to read it and discuss it now but I mean, uh, the open lines there are the bullet points that of the, the topics that, uh, or the perspective I looked at it from. You know what I want to bring up? Oh, sorry to change the subject, but uh, there was something interesting. You know, like I told you guys that I started uh, selling the book. Now, the problem with having a QT wallet is that the only time I ever had the opportunity to view my QT wallet um, is when I'm on my computer, right? That's pretty much, or either that, or I re remote into my laptop. Um, but if I'm selling these books, and I have a million issues of them, which that's what I created a million, uh, and over time, if people are sending me funds, the only time I ever know is I, I don't even get a notification. One, I would like to have notification features uh, built into QT. Second, um, I would like to have the opportunity to mirror into my wallet directly and possibly i guess uh, i wouldn't say right that's kind of that's kind of a, a security issue there but i think read only 
uh, uh, capabilities. Um, what do you guys think? Come on for better. Write up a uh, proposal for the notification. Good idea. Okay. Thank you. All right. Can somebody open the door for Alex? I'm all for improved wallets with more functionality. One of the things and we I've talked about this before, but I'd I'd like to see Segwit become part of Raven, um, not because it has to fix um, the malleability bug, but because it's basically a requirement for Lightning and other things like Taproot and Graftroot. Um, and uh, there's some there's some great things that come along with that. For instance, I mean, for one additional privacy, I'd like to see more privacy, um, especially as uh, smart contracts become used more. Um, and I'd also like to see uh, better things for uh, multi-sig, which could help with people getting locked out of their um, holdings because they lost their private key. Um, so one example of that would be where you could have, um, let's say you could create uh, five different private keys for your account, and then you could share those amongst for trusted friends, and if any three of them have the key, or any four of them have the key, um, and you put them together, then you can get your stuff back. Uh, that doesn't really exist yet. Uh, and, I, and that's the same for Bitcoin. I like looking to Bitcoin for what they're developing. Um, a lot of the stuff they develop is intelligent, and these are some of the things that are, are around the corner for them. I'd like to see that. It's already developed. It's already been designed. It can literally for the most part, I think just plug it in to Raven since it, it is Bitcoin. Yeah, can you guys get the door? Somebody please. All right. All right, CD traders in the house. that are listening to the podcast uh that noise is the door opening we got a big door in our office that opens up and we close it obviously to prevent anyone from coming in and disrupting the podcast cd trader how are you if you can unmute your mic and chit chat with us we just finished talking about um er anything and everything on ravencoin <laughs> no not really i'm sure there's a lot more to talk about oh jeez. mike check there he is can you hear me I can hear you. Okay, this is very weird. I'm doing this on an ancient PC, and nothing is rendering right, so everybody looks like the Invisible Man. <laughs> That's fine. Go, you can, uh... I think you're standing inside me. <laughs> That's <hilarious>. <laughs> <laughs> CD Trader, are you able to see the chairs? You can have a seat here while we're chatting. Um... CD Trader, did you have, uh, first of all, do you have another name other than CD Trader that we can go by? Stan. 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 <clears throat> Where'd he go? By the desk. Right here, you can sit down right here. 
Are you about to move the chair? How do I sit down? I have no idea how to use this. You click the chair. Click this chair right here. Right over here. There you go. Perfect. I can see all you guys perfectly right here. All right. Cool. So continuing on the conversation that we were having, we are talking about um, M was actually going into detail about why he thinks that we should obviously continue the, the, the coding for P2SH. And what was it, M? What else? Yeah, I, I was just saying I'd like to see SegWit um, brought over because with that, you now are ready for Lightning, um, which I think will be important down the road. Not that these things are perfect, but uh, Ravencoin as it is isn't perfect either. Um, and then I'd also like to see, you know, thought behind or hear thought from developers anyway about things like Taproot, which are coming to Bitcoin. Um, it is bringing a number of, of worthwhile features and improvements, including efficiency, on-chain efficiency, better privacy, um, expansion for smart, smart contract capability, um, and... I can't imagine why any of these things would be <laughs> negatives for Raven. And, and and because they've already been developed for Bitcoin and Raven essentially is Bitcoin, they should be very easy to integrate. I think he's muted. You can write up proposals. I, I think he's muted. He, I, uh, see, uh, was, I, was I talking? Oh. Um, you, you came through. I, uh, I think uh, Stan is trying to talk, but he's muted. Okay. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I'm just listening. Uh, I'm, I'm open to a proposal. I, um, I've never written one before. I don't know really what the process is. I don't want to write something that's uh, not worth proposing. I would, I'd like to um, ask some other people if um, you know there's issues with Raven's asset layer code that is going to conflict with things now like SegWit and so forth. Um, those would be kind of the questions I would want to ask, I guess, first. If you go into the dev meeting history, I think it was two meetings ago, maybe three, Ron had said that there was an answer to solve problem other than SegWit. And then last week at the dev meeting, he said, that he, as he learned more, he was indirect or something to that effect. Um, so if you show up at this week's dev meeting, you could ask there or you could ask anytime at the nest, but Tron would probably be able to answer that better at the dev meeting. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I'd asked him before in spatial once about Taproot, and while he was aware of it, he wasn't familiar enough with it to really say anything. Um, but I, if I can get there, I, I've been... The last one I was at was about three weeks ago. If I can make it to this one, I will ask the question for sure. Yeah, I remember you asking that in spatial. Now, if I recall correctly, um, in regards to utilizing SegWit, I think the reason that they're not pushing that issue, because it's not an issue right now per se, there's no reason, uh, according to, to them and the developers, or Tron and the developers, is that right now we have so much flexibility to grow that there's no need for that right now so nobody's really bothering to work on that code there's so much other stuff to work on uh and instead of focusing all our energy and time and money into uh, integrating uh, segwit uh because we're, we're, we're utilizing literally right now even 
like right now, we're utilizing less than 10% of the blockchain itself. Each block is only filled up less than 10%. You'd be surprised, as a matter of fact, there's some blocks in present time, like literally if you look back in the past like 100 tr transactions, you'll see like literally five, four, three transactions per block. That's nothing. Once we get like a thousand, two thousand, three thousand transactions per block, then maybe we might start, you know, looking into other, other things. Uh, but right now, that's what Tron's saying. Like, for what? We don't need it. We don't need it right now. Maybe Wait, that would so be a problem. I so I have so I have a response to that. Yeah, even though even though we don't have anywhere near close to a capacity problem, um, there are many other reasons to start integrating things like SegWit. Um, again, uh, um, SegWit is a prerequisite to Taproot. And Taproot brings privacy improvements, smart chain improvements. Um, again, these are these aren't about just about capacity. Yes, also some efficiency, um, but those are things I'd like to see way before capacity becomes an issue. Um, and the other thing I'd like to say is just you know hard forks aren't great, um, and so if there are you know if you are doing something that's going to require a hard fork. I'd like to see those handled uh, while before before Raven gets really big, and you just don't even want to play and do them anymore because they're too risky. I totally agree, and that's covered in the burn. Yeah, I agree. The burn, uh, the burn How much resources is going to be required to do that? I didn't catch that. What'd you say? How much resources is going to be required to do that? Like, how many developers would it take to get that done? How long? Another great question, and and this is what I'd have to ask somebody like Tron who understands the asset layer. Um, so you know, Segwit. So Raven already is just a fork of Bitcoin, um, with it like an asset layer put on top of it. And um, I don't know if Segwit messes with the asset layer much, or you know, if or not. Um, and the same thing with things like Taproot. I would think because it's so similar to Bitcoin, it shouldn't be too big of a deal, but somebody like that's Ron what I would ask, understand. I, I would think most of the work is done just literally because Bitcoin developers have done the work. A lot of people that do not want to address the burn rate conversation say the exact same thing. It's not a problem now. We'll worry about it when it's a problem, but that's ridiculous. You're going yeah, to yeah. buy a fire extinguisher when your house is on fire? Yeah, I get, you know, the bigger this thing gets, the harder it is to make things change. And we can see that Ethereum is a great example of that. So here's, here's the blunt answer that was uh, given, was that if you believe that you it should be forked, then go ahead and fork it. That's it. Meaning, meaning some other coin. Yeah, if you think that you can do better with what's currently going on with Ravencoin, then go ahead and do it yourself. And if I hate that answer. I find it very insulting to people who have been here for three years, yeah. and and we don't want yeah, to listen to you. Go do your own thing. That's a poor answer. I agree. Um, this is about this is a conversation about improving Raven, not trying to create something new. There's already en there's already enough new coins, <laughs> more than enough.
I'd love to see some on-chain voting integrations made so that way that people can actually vote on these opinions. So actually, Mike, uh, Boats and Hose is actually, he already has a code out for that. It just hasn't been utilized, but it does exist. He does have that on GitHub. It's called Boats, V-O-T-E-Z, I think it is, Boats with a Z. And he, he developed that specifically for the, the Ravencoin community to uh, uh, vote on things, uh, vote on proposals. And since he I hate that too. What's that? I hate that too. Why is that? Why? Well, because I've been on this burn discussion for three years, and there's a lot of people who agree with me, but they'll vote against it because peer pressure, and they don't want to. They don't want the drama. But I, I think it's. I love everything about Raven except the burn rate, because the buy side of Raven has to be funded for. 50 years and at 500 raven for a main asset and 100 for a sub asset and even five for a unique that that shit burns quick once adaptation enters the house uh, uh, i agree with that i think that the rates are a little bit too high right now but i guess comes back to the concern of you need the community consensus and able to you know move forward with it whether people vote on it or not, it's kind of like the roll of the dice. You don't know what's going to happen until people vote. Well, but again, they, they, they tried to silence me for months. And I'm, I'm not letting up. I mean, I am letting up. Well, I'm, I need it for my, I need it for my project. I know. I'm sorry. Go ahead, John. No, I'm sorry. I was, I was going to say. I need it for my. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say back then it wasn't really an issue because it was affordable to buy and mine Raven. Now there's more people on the network, on the blockchain, mining Raven, which is making it difficult for me to mine Raven. And on top of that, it's actually getting more expensive, which is good. If you're a big bag holder, it's amazing. But if you're just getting into it and you actually want to utilize the platform, you're going to cough up a nice penny. Actually, as a matter of fact, how much is it right now for 500 Raven? Let's check. I'm going to CoinGecko right now. Checking on Raven. Uh, RVN. Here we go. Raven Coin. And... It's not very what was that? Just under a hundred bucks for a main asset. A uh, hundred and twelve. hundred US dollars. A hundred and twelve dollars for a main asset. That's that's not really cheap for somebody that is in a third world country trying to utilize blockchain technology. And keep in mind that we're trying to create a platform that everybody can use. It's not cheap for a high schooler who has an idea who's sitting home coding. Yeah. Then that's Facebook. Not cheap for me that I'm hodling over a whole bunch of other coins right now, and I don't really want to spend that money on that. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to do do my own assets and stuff, but crap, I'd rather hold on to the 500 Raven coin than create an asset right now. Exactly, and so that's the that's the issue. When I first started the stream, you'll see that I was talking. I got it. I got. We got it. <laughs> Sorry, we got it. He completely agrees. All right. Uh, when I started the, when I started this uh, this live stream. Uh, what I was saying was a lot of people in Asia currently right now are utilizing Ravencoin for real work, real real life purposes. In the Western world, we're bag holders per se. We're not really utilizing it to the, the, the maximum benefit that we can. So that shows a big, I, I don't know why that is. Culturally, I don't know why that is. Uh, maybe they have just a lot more Raven. Maybe they just got deeper pockets. I don't know. Uh, what I could tell you is that 
because I can see on the back end, there's some of the rooms that I can get to, like the admin room that I can get to, and there's a lot of stuff in there from the uh, like South Korean side. Obviously, because this is uh, Blockchain Tiger's platform, um, there's a lot of uh, Asian uh, leaders uh, uh, in there creating companies that are already successful and using blockchain technology, using specifically the Ravencoin blockchain, and it's working. It works. We're not there yet. Nowhere near what they got. In charge of the burn rates and figuring out how much assets um, or how much Ravencoin goes to make an asset. Did you ask who's in charge? Who's in charge of, of implementing the changes to the code so that way we could lower the burn rate? I would well, say the developers. But Tron said it will not change. Hmm. Okay. I, I heard. I I thought I heard him say it could change, but um, it doesn't sound like anyone's interested in doing it right now. Because, like Vincent, like Vincent said, the house isn't burning yet, and that's what the that's the problem that I can agree with on Vincent with deal deal with it now before the house catches on fire, you know. And Me I, too. And I, and I explained and I asked Tron this. I'm like, I, um, I don't want to look like what Ethereum is looking like, charging two hundred dollars for a transaction. I kid you not. I was trying to do a transaction for. 80, it was an $80 transaction. I was just trying to move my crypto, right? I, it was uh, one of those cryptos that pumped up. Now I was trying to move it from one wallet to an exchange. It was 80 bucks. I'm like, yeah, dude, this it was only 10 bucks just a little while ago. Now it's 80 bucks. Heck yeah, let me let me <laughs> let me withdraw this. Let me turn this to USDC. I was trying to move it. It was going to cost me 200 200 bucks. That's crazy. No, forget it. <laughs> forget it. Yeah, that's not I, so call that I don't have any ERC twenty tokens in my portfolio. Yeah, I call it dysfunctional, um, and you know we're we you, people people with Raven, including Tron. You know we point the finger at Ethereum right now and laugh at it because it's dysfunctional and it's going to look really stupid if Raven gets in that situation later. Is, nothing's fixed in the near future. Well, I don't know about the near future. A few years down the road, a Ravencoin will look just like that, without a doubt. Because right now, like I said, the the the, the blessing that we have in the Ravencoin community is that the fees are reasonable, without a doubt. And the reason they're reasonable, and I explained this to Tron, they're like, yeah, there's a, is there a solution to this? The reason that they're they're affordable is that the the blocks aren't being capped out. Once they're capped out, that's when we start having this problem where miners are going to start uh, picking, nitpicking of who they want to uh, uh, accept, which fees they want to accept. And that's where we're going to be an exact copycat of what Ethereum is, you know, paying that $200 transaction fee. Ridiculous. I don't, I don't even want to get near there. Yeah, and, and that's a slightly separate topic from, um, obviously, the asset creation fee. But, yeah. And I also can understand why... It needs to cost a certain amount because you want to prevent um, spam assets from being created and take, taking up a bunch of space. I do get that side of it too, but I agree that it's it's too expensive, and it, and it needs to it needs to dynamically adjust as 
Raven goes up in price. Yeah, and a lot of background noise from your mic. I think that's from John again. Yeah. So what would be a reasonable price? That's a great question. Um, well, I, my head, I don't know, but I'd have to think about what, you know, is going to de-incentivize spam assets from being created, um, but not go much higher than that. I, I believe Vincent this has, Vincent has a solution. Well, I think the free market will handle it. Right now, there's there's very little demand in the creation of assets or NFTs. With the NFT trend, nobody knows about Ravencoin. And I don't think the price change would make them know about it. But if you lowered it where it's a fraction of a Raven to create a unique asset, it'll the free market will make the conversion rate, whether you're trading, you know, uh, euros, dollars, or Bitcoin, the conversion rate will adjust to make it unaffordable to do spam over time once the demand kicks up and then the gas fees increase and and you know people are using it for real projects the spammers will get free marketed out of it they will not be able to afford the spam what would it do to the network right now if we had a whole bunch of spammers making unique assets for fractions of a raven coin one more time it do to the network if we had a whole bunch of spammers creating unique assets right now at the price of a fraction of a raven coin give it activity I would, nodes. I would say it depends on how much spam there is um but raven has uh 20 times the transaction capacity of bitcoin just to put it in perspective mm-hmm did you read the uh, paper CD trader that I wrote? Hello? Did you read the paper I wrote about the burn rate? About the burn rate? Uh, was that what you sent me last night? No. Uh, well, then, no. I'm sorry. No. That was the uh, that was the white paper for the new economic model based on my project. Okay, yeah, I went through that. <laughs> I'll have to go through the burn rate. If you want to DM it to me, I can take a look at it a little later. It's on the public uh, convo here. Um, responding to for life gaming. If spammers make a bunch of uh, unique names, uh, so the way that works, I believe, correct me, somebody else if I'm wrong, unique assets have to be created under a main asset. So the only way to run out of the ability to make new unique assets would be if all the main assets got filled up and all the main assets were created that can fit on the chain, which I think is $21 billion. Okay. Well, that's not really correct, but there is a large, there's a large number of, because there's 31 characters, 30 uh, characters, I think, 30 or 31 on, 
on a blank. Um, you know, with numbers and letters, you know, you have to do the math to find out the the combos, which is astronomical. Is but, that the real limit? I've I saw Tron saying there was a twenty one billion limit, but maybe I'm thinking of something else. Twenty one billion coins and there's twenty one billion um, tokens you're allowed to create in each asset other than the unique that you create. Got it. Okay. Which is also a a graph showing, you know, showing that the power of that compared to one of the complaints of the burn rate um, in the paper. I'll read your paper. I'll, I'll just have to do it after our meeting. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And and I don't. I, just I don't took know a look at it. I did read your paper a while back. I'm sorry. I did read your paper a while back. I just needed to see it. And it's like, oh, yeah, I remember reading this. <laughs> Sorry left about the, that. Left the mark. So here's, a, here's an... Oh, no. My memory is just... <laughs> so uh, NFTs, we're going to uh, circle back to NFTs because NFTs have been actually very successful uh, in Braveland. On Fridays, we have a, uh, a Ravencoin NFT auction that has been very successful and is bringing more and more people in, involved into Ravencoin. It's finally showing people that you can do things with your Ravencoin. You can buy these um, these NFTs, these assets, um, and now you can buy my book. So that's one of those things that, it, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Now, any does anyone want to touch on NFTs? Now, has anyone uh, not been to Expo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've I think we've all been there. There's a limit for Braveland uh, this Friday, correct? There's always been a limit in Braveland, and I think it's like 200 people. And that's only because the Braveland platform is new, and uh, they're not certain if it's going to be able to, to hold um, all the people in the network. It's, it'll start to bottleneck, which that's when you start. Yeah, 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 exactly. Smaller and other, uh, and, and yeah, limits in smaller rooms. Uh, but. As these developers continue to improve on uh, Verbella, which is an amazing platform, by the way, Verbella has been used since 2008. That's where uh, this Brave Line is built on, on the Verbella uh, program. Amazing. I, it's, it's crazy that in 2008, thousands and thousands, to this day, in two, uh, thousands and thousands of people, employees have been utilizing this platform as a work center. People actually get into the avatars they, t they 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 punch in, they get to work. They use they use these these uh, these com these computers here on the wall, or they have a little desk uh, a desktop on their desk, and they sit at their desk and work. And there's a bunch of these avatars, these employees sitting around the table, like in real life, and they sit all around the table and they work on code. It's crazy. It's crazy to see that what is going on in real life is happening happening here in in Rebella, not, uh, Braveline. Not only that, it's been happening since 2008. We, we just have the opportunity to do that now. That's crazy. Come on, dog, dog's barking. Anyways, any uh, input on NFTs? Come on. Come on. Uh oh. I'm not into the trends, so I don't really follow. I'd love to see where it goes. I mean, right now, I'm um, I'm half thinking it's 
cool and half thinking I don't get it, but you know, it's not going to stop me from making money on it. I know that a lot of the uh, NFT uh, cryptocurrencies that are out there have made me over 400% profit so far. And I think that it's going to be a trend that will continue into the future, but how it takes shape because it's in its early days, I don't know if it's going to be a joke and pitter patter out or if people are going to realize the real world uses for it, which I think that there are a lot that you can use it for in many different industries. I agree with that. All of it. Oh, I think a lot of it's a fad and there are real world uses too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I keep going back to music and when, when NFT, creators realize that they can make their songs an nft and or their you know their artwork or their sculpture or their their podcast or whatever yeah it's like proof of creation one more time i was saying yes it, it i think it's useful for proof of creation What time is it at the they for the doing an NFT outreach to different uh, industries would be definitely beneficial to Ravencoin. So that way we can inform artists, you know, musicians, writers, and people who can create original works of content that, hey, you don't need to go through these big publishing houses, these big record companies, these big movie studios. You can bypass it all, you know, create your own unique assets, create your own NFTs and fund your projects or, you know, get paid for what you create yeah we just we just need a a good marketplace for it i don't know that such things just yet so last friday the, the largest auction that happened was uh an, a piece from uh project 33 with a physical coin a physical glass coin that sold for thirty-five thousand raven that's rounding off rounding up to about eight thousand dollars that's so far wow. the highest one that we've sold, and that's an amazing piece. First of all, uh, I think the reason why it sold so high is because if you look all around Braveland, there's a lot of um, wallpapers and images uh, by by Project 33. So people already have that trust and that uh, instillment from Project 33 that they're a trusted company and they're not there to to, to mess with people. Uh, scam people uh, and on top of that you get a physical coin and it's a unique piece every single piece that they create is all done by hand um, and that's that's interesting in itself that's pretty cool um, yeah hey what what time is the next auction at so they changed their times first it was at like 6 p.m. and then last week they rolled it back to 4 p.m. Pacific time but I believe if you go to the entrance right at the beginning, you'll see the banner right at the uh, entrance. There's a big banner there that uh, explains the time and location. Okay, great. Thanks. In regards to mining, let's jump over to mining because we haven't touched on mining in a while. And I'm a little disappointed with mining because, you know, yeah, I know that it's to be expected that my rig is no longer, not my, when I say my rig, my laptop is no longer going to be viable over time to mine as much Raven as I used to. Um, I haven't had any issues having um, stale coins like I used to with uh, with Ethereum because uh, I don't know if it was just the pool that I was using or the program that I was using, but I've been pretty successful mining 
consistently uh, Raven with no issues. Does anybody else mind Raven Coin? I'm not a miner. Not a miner. You're you're a developer. I I I mine. Uh, Vincent, do you have a QT wallet? I have not changed my QT wallet since Kapow. I hope my assets are there. I hope my Raven are there. Okay, that's kind of concerning, isn't it? Like, what if you don't have access to that? Well, I mean, I have the, the DAT file. I in several locations I have a well, if you want, I can test it out. Just send that bat file over to me. I can make sure it's all there. Yeah, it's in the plans because the dev I have working on my project, I'm going to, I don't think you get against it. last part Mike your mic is pretty loud John with background noise um, I'm gonna try to incentivize my dev on top of you know what I pay him to do the, the work to give him ownership if he meets timelines and again I don't think he doesn't I don't know what he knows about blockchain I doubt he knows tokenized assets I don't think he'll get it but I got to get my wallet up and running in order to reissue my project and be able to do that. Just be very, very careful when you're giving up ownership of a company, especially to incentivize other people. I mean, well, they could really come back it. to bite you in the ass. Nah, I mean, you, read, you, if you read the paper last night, it's 5% for the prototype, up to 5%. And that's going to be split up, you know, among several people if I ever get to implement that practice, but most people just want you know, hard-earned currency, the fiat shit. We're going to get ready to wrap this We're going to wrap this up at the top of the hour, so if there's any more questions, go ahead and leave them um, or chat about them. Uh, if, if you guys have a Ravencoin address that accepts assets, Make sure you guys leave that for me, either in Discord or here. Now, do it in Discord, because I might lose it here. Uh, send it over in Discord. Um, and then I will send you a C3 token from the podcast. Just for being a guest on uh, here today. Will do. I will try to remember that when I get my wallet sent. You know, I'm not really. A you know what I would like to see here in Brave Land, when it comes to yes, free tokens. Belly um, dancers. What I would like to see here in Brave Land is um, customizable skins, NFT customizable skins. For example, this hat that I'm wearing, I would like to have the opportunity to modify that, or be able to purchase using Ravencoin a Ravencoin hat, or a Ravencoin button, Ravencoin pants. Ravencoin jacket, anything and everything Ravencoin. That would be awesome. You know, it would just show me that um, you can't 
really just fake it. You actually got to invest Ravencoin into wearing these skins. So it's just going to show value in your in your avatar. Not only that, you can sell these on the open market and on open sea. That's an idea. That's just an idea that I have. You know, if you yeah, want to I like it. What was that? I like it. Yeah. That's something that Start a fashion line, tokenized fashion line. Um. Yeah. I just want a t-shirt. I live in t-shirts. Just you, all you guys in suit and tie. That makes me sick. I want a t-shirt. Every shirt is buttoned down. In <laughs> yeah, I, that would be cool, wouldn't it? Like, I was thinking about that. When we have a, like, a C3 uh, convention, because I would like to have a C3 convention pretty soon, uh, probably in a couple months here. And and the people that are only allowed to attend the C3, C3 convention is anyone that has proof of a C3 button on their shirt. Obviously, if you have a button, you're allowed. To, like for example, nobody can just walk into this room right now. You know, actually, technically they can. Somebody can just go out there and push the open button, and the the door will open, right? But say for example, it's a locked room, and you can only be authorized to enter unless you have that button. That's pretty cool, man. I like that. That just shows that there's actual real utility, um, not only through blockchain but also through a platform like Braveland. Not only that, within the convention itself. For example, like I said, I have my book. I also have physical copies. Let's say that the first 10 people that attend the conference gets a free physical copy of my book. So not only are you getting a a button that has value to it, you also get a physical copy and you get free attendance into the into uh, the room or the convention room, right? Those are just things that blow my mind that we can, it, it, it's possible. Ravencoin socks. No. Yes. Hey, hey, for life. Hey, for life. Give me is that T-shirt that you can buy, uh, one that you can wear in here. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So uh, skins, per se, right? You got your Ravencoin shirt, Ravencoin pants, Ravencoin socks, Ravencoin hat. Heck, I even get a Raven tattoo uh, on my face. <laughs> on your face. <laughs> You're a little Mike Tyson on us. <laughs> Ravencoin. Alright, was there anything else brought up in the Discord that well, I should bring up? You were asking something about mining, but or what did you what were you wanting to know? I just want your feedback on your guys' experience on mining recently in comparison to last year. Uh I didn't mine any Raven last year. Um, I basically stopped mining Raven in 2018, and I I can mine it. I'll mine it now. I'm set up to mine it if it becomes the most profitable thing, which it occasionally does. And I just you know mine it and keep it. But other other than that, I'm just trying to get whatever is the most profitable thing, and then. I, I usually don't want whatever that is, and so, um, yeah, if I want it to be something else, then, then I'll do that. Does anyone use Kudo Miner? Taking that as a no. When you, when you mine shit coins, do you sell them to pay your overhead, or do you sell them and buy other coins? I haven't sold anything. Uh, I and when I'm mining um, uh, shit coins, what I'm 
I'm not getting paid in those. Um, the pool is paying me in BTC. Gotcha. So right now what I'm doing with my crypto, my, my bag, is I got the majority of it uh, pushed over to the Celsius network and earning interest off of that. And so far that's been giving me the the comfortability of of not stressing out about not earning profits off of my crypto. I love it and on top of that it's secure there. There's been times in the my past in my crypto history, my personal crypto history that I I have lost my my private keys and it sucks. It really does suck. But uh, that's why I trust a an exchange or yeah, I guess a, a, a trade an investment platform like Celsius because their their product is built through smart contracts. It's not just a centralized network; it is a smart contract, and basically the only way to to tap into the network, you actually got to destroy Ethereum in order to break to to break into the Celsius smart contract. It's like it's not gonna happen. Um, it's been tested over and over again. Uh, the code is publicly available, and nobody's been able to to break into it. And as of right now, I think they have about twelve billion dollars worth of assets on their platform, which is amazing. And it continues to grow. Although we're early in the game, it just it all sounds too much like Ponzi's to me. I'm, I fear them. Yeah, I guess so. It's one of the things that you got to take a risk, right, in order to earn the uh, the return on that. Uh, I'm more comfortable with using something like Celsius over DeFi because DeFi is like if you screw up, you screw up, man. That's it, you're done. <laughs> and I'm not too comfortable using DeFi. The first time I actually dabbled with DeFi is using that P Raven, and it's only because uh, Kemp, uh, what's the name, Kent, uh, Kent Bull. Uh, yeah, Kent Bull. He came over in the Discord and was chatting about it. I'm like, oh, let me check this out. I've never used DeFi, but I got all this Ravencoin to sit in my Q2 wallet. What am I gonna do with it? Let me just jump over there and just, just see if I can earn some interest off of it. Not knowing that there's no other back end to it. I, until you said that, M, I'm gonna look, after this, I'm gonna look into that and see uh, what I can do. But I just wanna earn interest off of that. That's all I wanna do, I like interest. That's one of the things that I can earn five, 10, 15% off my Raven. I'm happy with that. Sure. I agree. Um, the only thing I would add is I like to be diversified. Yes, I agree with you. I'm diversified. I got a lot of coins in my in my Celsius wallet, and every single one of them I have looked into them and their white papers, and I'm very happy that I got these. And to date. It, I, I still buy crypto on a monthly basis, and I've read the white papers. Every single one of them, I don't plan on selling. That's before we close up. Everything that I invest into, I don't invest to flip a profit now. I'm literally looking long term for a minimum of ten years down the road. That's me. That's my. That's me holding my back for at least ten years. So I am one of those guys I that I, I don't plan on selling anything. I don't plan on doing anything on exchanges for at least 10 years. I'm just going to buy, buy, and buy, and buy. I, when I say the risk side, I, I don't just mean um, having multiple coins in one place like Celsius. I mean having stuff that's not in one place like Celsius. Um, and also not having everything in crypto and all that other stuff that goes along with it. Yeah, I've got a lot of backlash on that, telling people that I got majority of it uh, on Celsius. But that's 
that's my bag. I'm happy with leaving it there. I've always, I've always done. You can say I'm, I've done a lot of dumb stuff with uh, my crypto. For example, um, the ICOs. I got into a lot of ICOs. In fact, I used to host meetups here in Silicon Valley where I live uh, years ago before the ICO boom. When the ICO boom came, I was already doing meetups here for at least like a year, two years. And the ICO boom occurred and I got into a lot of ICOs and got burned by a lot of them, without a doubt. Um, and that's why I realized, hey, I forgot my private keys or I misplaced my, my, my piece of paper with my private keys written on it and I probably threw it away when I moved which is a bummer so now I just stare at the blockchain like well that would have been my well now it's not even worth that much compared to what it was at the top you know um, but I'm still holding a small bag something that I'm proud of that I'm still part of the crypto community and I want to continue working on creating code I'm not a developer but I'm slowly learning um, uh, JavaScript and HTML just just so if I can utilize my time and help out blockchain, I'll do my best in what I can do, right? Because uh, I think this is an opportunity for me to grow in that field. I like crypto. I like, for example, you guys don't have to be here. I don't have to be here. I can go game if I want, right? But I like talking crypto. I like giving you guys this feedback on things. I like the inspiration. I do this all the time. As a matter of fact, yesterday I had a meetup. Tomorrow I have another meetup. And then I believe Sunday I have another one. In the days that I'm not actually doing podcasting, I am literally studying or just touching base with people via email on private message on Discord, you know, and just doing studying. A lot of YouTube on different uh, blockchains because I like blockchain. I like blockchain tech. Uh, there's this new thing that's out. Uh, this is aside from Ravencoin, which is the Hedera Hashgraph. Hashgraph technology is very, very fascinating. Uh, and after I read the white paper, I asked the guys if you want to be a part of the podcast. Uh, Alex has HBAR. Awesome. Um, and I'm going to have the guys on tomorrow to talk further about what uh, uh, Hashgraphs uh, uh, is. It's something beyond blockchain. Uh, it's something that I would consider a blockchain without a blockchain because they don't actually use blockchain. They use a system called, it's like a gossiping system where the transactions go through uh, nodes. Every node communicates these transactions back and forth and throughout the community. Thousands of nodes communicate what transaction uh, entered the network. Uh, and obviously the oldest transaction that started will be the most um, true. What's interesting about the network itself doing this whole node gossiping is that the network is not 100% sound. Some of those nodes might disagree with the transaction that's going through, but that's okay because it is a consensus algorithm per se. It, it will settle on what the overall consensus is of what that transaction is. That's awesome. Take a look at there's um, the Coin Bureau guy. He did a, uh, an episode on Hedera Hashgraph. You may find that very interesting uh, to watch and if you haven't checked it out already yeah i checked it out yeah it's re he's, re he's really awesome i like that guy all right anything else before we wrap it up because we are out of here that's it for me cool awesome i'm gonna jump over to discord if you guys want to hang out yeah i'm gonna hit the head all right
Let's go. Let's go. Oh, All right, we gotta dance, man. Everyone start dancing. Oh man, I was the only one that did. I have no idea how to dance. <laughs> Stream.